Blog Talk Radio.
gonna be worth it You're gonna be worth it all I believe You're gonna be worth it You're gonna be worth it You're gonna be worth it all I know
eternity Sing you'll be my song You will be my song You will be my song
Pray. 
fresh on me Come awaken me from my
All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. We're just worshiping Jesus. You won't relent. You won't relent, God. Is that the cry of your heart? Is it something that's a reality to you? Do you understand that God won't relent until your heart is his? That he's not going to stop pursuing you. He's not going to stop shaking everything that can be shaken. He's not going to stop running to and fro throughout the earth, looking for those hearts that are his. Why? He's a relentless God. And are you overwhelmed by this relentless God? Are you overwhelmed by his love? Has he become a reality to you? Listen. This Jesus is the expression of love in the earth. The Holy Spirit is ever present right now, moving around the four corners of the earth, tending to God's people, taking care of those that are His, leading and guiding, feeding, directing, comforting, bringing peace, empowering. Listen, you can't get through this life without God. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing. How can you expect to get through this world that God created and not follow his plan for your life? It's like playing a board game but not playing by the rules. It doesn't work. If you don't know the rules, if you don't know the directions, how are you going to participate? How are you going to win? It may be challenging, but it's more challenging if you don't know which way to go in the middle of the situation. See, God, he is your answer. He has your answers. And it's, it's shallow to say that Without God in your life, your life is going to be horrible and it's just going to be terrible. You're going to be devastated and you're going to be depressed. and uh, Your life is just going to be so not that great. But the truth of it is there's many people out there that do not know God and they're having great lives. The bills are paid. They've got a few cars in the garage, a three or four car garage. Everything seems to be going all right. Listen. The enemy's biggest, one of his biggest deceptions is to make us think as Christians that everybody that that doesn't have Christ is having this horrible life. See, the reality is is that the enemy will make things very tempting, make things very appealing. He'll give you the world if you'll just fall down and worship him. Just like when he took Jesus upon the pinnacle of the temple and he showed him all the cities of the world. He said, I'll give you all this if you'll just worship me. Jesus 
begin to declare the word of God. He said, worship the Lord your God and him only. The Lord thy God is one God. See, there is no other. Jesus knew that. The enemy will make it very appealing. And see, what's happened in our nation is we've sold out to a lie. We've sold out to a lie that says we can depend on our government. We've sold out to a lie that says we can depend on our businesses to prosper in our nation. And we're talking those that do not have the plan of God, do not have the blessing of God, those that do not have the favor of God. That's what I'm addressing right now. So as a nation, as a whole, listen, we're not a nation under God anymore. Yes, there are people on their knees, on their faces, in their prayer closets, in their Bibles, declaring and seeking and desiring the plans and purposes of the living God. But as a whole, as a nation, we're not headed that way. The word of God said, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And the minute we turned and we became one nation not under God, things began to change drastically. And so we're calling this nation. Last night we talked about repentance, calling them back to turn back, calling America to turn back, calling the churches, calling the families to turn back to God. We talked about the reconciliation, the restoration, things being broken, being restored and repaired. And as a nation, we're broken. We need healing as a nation. So we're praying for restoration and healing over our nation. Talked about the refreshing the fruit of what happens when the Spirit of God begins to move us and motivate us and drive us into the plans of God and we begin to see the results. Listen, Jesus said, speak to your mountain." You have whatever you say Whatever you say Whatever comes out of your mouth Sometimes we have to speak To our circumstances And on a national level We need to speak Over our nation We need to begin to address Our situations Our everyday Catastrophes Everything that we get involved with and who we get involved with as a nation. We need to find that out and begin to pray. God's will be done. God's kingdom come. God direct our leaders. Calling a fast for the next six days now going to continue this into the 8th of July. Calling a fast, calling 
God's people to get on the wall. Nehemiah 1.4. We should go to Nehemiah 1.4. Let's just say this first. Look, when somebody's willing to set aside legitimate appetites of the body, concentrate on the work of praying, like you're going to demonstrate that you mean business, that you're seeking God with all your heart, but you're not going to let God go until he answers. We're calling a prayer. We're calling a fast. The Lord says, do not be afraid or dismayed. For the battle is not yours, but it's God's. Do you position yourself? You'll not need to fight in this battle, says the Lord. Position yourself. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them, for the Lord is with you. But God, for the prayers of the Israelites, God will hear the prayers of Americans. Look, if Judah gathered together for help from the Lord in the times of crisis, listen, God gave them specific guidance on how to respond. Specific guidance. We're asking God for guidance for our nation. Guidance for our nation. See, we ask God to open our eyes, Lord, that we would see. Listen to this. Psalm 51 says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. We have to repent individually and then corporately as a nation. So we just ask God, blot out our transgressions. Wash us thoroughly from our iniquity. Cleanse us from our sin. That's what this says. David said, For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is great before you. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. That you might be justified when you speak. That you might be clear when you judge. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you shall make me known wisdom. So David says, look, I sinned against you, God, but forgive me. He understood the power of repentance, the power of forgiveness. And we need God's mercy and grace over our nation. We need God's mercy and grace over our leadership. He says, purge me with hyssop. And I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow.
make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which are broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sin. Blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. And that's our prayer tonight, Lord. Create a clean heart in us. Renew a right spirit within us. Help us to have the right spirit. The right attitude. An attitude of gratitude. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your ways. And sinners shall be converted unto you. Deliver me from the blood guiltiness of God. God of my salvation, my tongue, shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Open my lips. My mouth will show forth your praise. You desire not sacrifice. You desire not a bird offering. The sacrifices of God are broken contrite heart. God's looking for obedience and brokenness, yieldedness. Do good in your good pleasure. Behold your walls of Jerusalem. Alright, so we're going to go and do a song. Come and sing with us 